Episode 234 of the PJ Archive is the first of a few interviews I've done with the English actor and singer Paul Nicholas, who's perhaps best known for starring in the much-loved BBC TV sitcom Just Good Friends. He's also appeared in feature films such as Stardust, Tommy and The Jazz Singer. As a pop star in the 1970s, Paul had the hit singles Reggae Like It Used To Be, Dancing With The Captain and Grandma's Party. Stage musicals he starred in include Jesus Christ Superstar, Grease and Cats. This interview took place in London's West End in early 1984 when I was a nervous trainee journalist and Paul was playing the eponymous leading man in Tim Rice's then new show Blondel. Paul, you're currently appearing in Blondell here at the Aldwych Theatre. Could you tell me briefly what the plot is about and your role in it? There's very little plot, but basically it's a story of a medieval minstrel called Blondel who sets across Europe armed with, with very little talent and a song to, to find Richard I. And he finds Richard, plays Richard the song, because he's basically the first pop singer. And uh, he wants to get his songs played, so he figures if he writes a song for the king, it will help him get the, the song recognised. And he sets Richard free and Richard likes the song and he becomes a big pop singer. <laughs> Sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> Is it a very demanding role to play? Mentally, yes. Uh, you need a lot of integrity plays. No, it's not demanding, really. It's, in fact, it's quite easy. It's quite fun. It's a comedy, basically, and so it's quite, you know, it changes every night and people laugh and stuff. So, uh, The only th- problem is that it's all sung, so you do have to watch your voice. That's why I'm eating this orange as we speak. <laughs> do you have to keep very fit to um, maintain the energetic performances? Yeah, really, I think you have to watch... I mean, you don't have to sort of go out and do gym work and classes and all that stuff. What you do have to do, really, is, is, is not smoke too much and not drink too much. So I don't keep fit, fit, as you can see. I just don't smoke and I don't drink. And really, I try and rest as much as possible when I'm not working. You've appeared in many other musicals before this. How mm. does Blondel compare? Blondel's a, a, quite a different show in one respect. That It's the first musical I've ever done... Which, which is all sung where, where you actually hear people laugh. You know, I've done musicals like Jesus Christ Superstar, which was all sung, and, and uh, uh, Sergeant Pepper, which was all sung, which was a film, but this is the first musical where I've actually sung the whole thing and people, you hear people laugh. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's unusual for a musical to have so many laughs in it. Have you seen it? Um, again tonight, actually. Oh, well, you'll see what I mean. You, you may not find it particularly amusing, but um, a lot of the people do. Mm, we're looking forward I'm to defensive. <laughs> <laughs> Musicals have gained tremendous popularity in recent years. Why mm. do you think this is? I don't know, I guess because of the depression, you know, the fact that you know, lots of people are out of work, it's nice to, uh, you know, get away from things. I don't think, you know, the, the year of the, the, the sort of kitchen sink drama has passed, and I think just people want to get out of themselves a bit, and musicals are a good way of doing that, you know, not real life, is it? And plus the fact that we do have a couple of writers who are actually writing musicals over here at the moment. Angela Webber and, uh, and Tim Rice have really written the major musicals of the past 10, 15 years. And uh, I suppose, you know, if you've got writers who are prepared to write them, people will want to see them if they're any good. Do you think they'll ever work together again? I think they probably will, yeah. Um, I see no reason why not. They get on very well and, um, you know, I think after you've done what they've done about three musicals, it's good, I think, to change and you know, get fresh ideas from, from other people, which is what they've done. And although Blonda wasn't very well received by the critics when it opened, if only it was slagged, it's, uh, it's proving to be quite successful. It's f- quite full and everything. So uh, we'll be here for a while, I think. 
Were you given a formal training in singing and dancing? No, I wasn't. I picked it up, I, like most kids of my generation, um, I wanted to be, to be a rock singer. And I started off as a rock, rock and roll pianist and stuff, and, and I taught myself to sing from a very early age, you know, on the road and stuff. And basically I just, you know, learnt the, learnt the you know, that way really, just by performing. And I got better as the years went by. I think it's good if you can get a kind of a formal training, if you can. If you can go to drama school, if you can do all that stuff, it's good to do. But if you can't, just get out there and uh, pick it up the hard way. Yes, you had a relatively uh, short career as a pop singer back in... Oh, thanks very much. Well, <laughs> two top ten hits back in 1976. Yeah. What's happened to Paul Nicholas, the pop singer, then? Um, well, that was, just a, that was something that I always wanted to do. I always wanted to be a pop singer, and I'd always wanted to have a hit record. And it was something that, you know, I actively went out and pursued for a, small, a short time. I looked for many songs. The songs that I found happened to be quite juvenile, so, but they were commercial, and that's why I did them. Um, if I'd have found a serious song that was commercial, I would have ended up as a serious sort of pop singer. But um, it was something that I wanted to do, and uh, and I did it. It's one of those things, though, that if you are a pop singer, if you are involved in music, I think you really have to, you really have to stay with it and work at it. And uh, I'm not that committed to it. I quite like singing uh, pop records and stuff and making the money because you make very good money from uh, from uh, pop singles. But unless you write them. Uh, you know, after a while, the, 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 you, you, it's going to dry up, you know. If you don't write them yourselves, the writers are going to get, you know, bored with writing the songs and watch what happened with me. And uh, they're no longer going to be there. And also, it's, you know, I wasn't interested in performing in live gigs and being, here is Paul Nicholas, a pop singer. I wasn't interested in that. I sort of found it a bit embarrassing, really. Uh, it's much easier to hide behind some kind of role or something, you know, on, on stage. And, you know, so uh, it fizzled out, basically. Did you enjoy the kind of hero worship which a pop singer enjoys? Well, I had a bit of hero worship. I wouldn't say I was, you know, it wasn't exactly massive. I had a few fans. I had a fan club on that rubbish. No, I find it embarrassing. I, I find all that kind of thing a bit embarrassing when people ask you for your autograph and things. I, I mean, you know, there's no reason why they shouldn't, and it's very flattering, but I don't... Some artists like it, you know. Some artists, you know, get off on that. I find it just a bit embarrassing, especially when you look like shit. <laughs> ah! You must you know. have had some funny fan mail in your time. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Uh, you have I've got this woman now. Yeah, well, I've got this woman now who's called Jezebel who writes to me, who's forty-five years old, and she's uh, she says she's had sixteen years of of satisfying celebrities' egos. I don't quite know what that means, and do I want her or not? As if I've met her, I've never met her in my life. She keeps writing me now. Do you want me or not? Are you going to reply to her? Yeah, when I get really desperate, I'm saving it. <laughs> The TV series Just Good Friends was a recent success for you. Do you prefer working on television or on stage? I think it's very good to work on television because you can work on stage for a long time, which, which is what I've done. I mean, I've been doing it on stage since 1969. And, uh, you know, you only reach a, a few people. You, in a series like Just Good Friends, uh, you reach so many people over, like, six weeks, suddenly everybody knows who you are. So it helps you. I think it's important for, for you to have a, a career on TV, just from, from the exposure point of view. Uh, it is very difficult to do. Being working on a sitcom is extremely tough because you get 60 pages of dialogue which you have to perform, uh, learn and perform within a week, within five days actually. And um, that's very tough. You know, you go on and you perform this thing in front of an audience for the first time with cameras. You don't have a dress run, you don't have a, you know, any kind of preview. You just do it. So it's a very tough thing to do. If you're lucky enough to get a, a comedy that's uh, well written, then you know, obviously it helps. But it is a tough thing to do, but I did enjoy doing it would like to do another one. And it also helps, as I said, with, with Blondel, because, because of Just Good Friends, 
a lot of people were coming to see Blondel, you know, because they'd seen me on the, on, on the TV and stuff. So it helps. It's good to do. In do fact, it's much better to do that than to do a show, really. Do you get nervous before you go on stage? Um, only early on. I'm not nervous at all now. Um, no, I'm not. I, I always sit here breaking orange pill up in my hands. No, I'm not nervous at all. But I, I, I was, a, you know, when we first opened, I was nervous because I wasn't used to it. But the good thing about doing a, a long run is you get very comfortable with it. And the nerves go. Have you had any major disasters on stage? Well, I mean, there's always... This, this set in, in Blondel's uh, is quite a difficult one, as you'll see. You know, there are lots of sliding panels and things like that. And, and uh, I have a love song in, in the first act. And last night they were moving this little boat that they've got and the mast snapped. And so there's always... It's a very noisy set. So it's very hard to keep your concentration. But in a way, it doesn't matter because it's, it's kind of a romp anyway, so it doesn't matter. The story's not that important. The only other one that I had was in Jesus Christ when the, this cross used to come up through the floor and rise, was supposed to rise like, you know, 20 feet up in the air and I was supposed to die on the cross and sometimes used to get stuck at stage level, which wasn't quite the impact that it should have had, you know, so, <laughs> looking up at people, you know. But no, the only major disasters with this show is the set, really. Are there any roles you've always wanted to play? I'm sure there are, but I don't go to the theatre enough and don't know enough about, uh, about theatre really to, to say, yeah, I'd like to play so-and-so and so-and-so. No, all I really want to do and hope to achieve is to keep working for my work to get better and uh, to, you know, to learn, just to learn and to keep, to keep working. I mean, that's the, the main object of any, of any actor or artist in this profession because it's so difficult to keep working, you know, the many times when you, you, you're not working. So that is the main object. And uh, if I'm lucky enough to play some good parts, great. What do you like doing in your spare time? I like playing snooker and... Uh, uh, <laughs> it sounds really awful, but hey, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, uh, I like to scuba dive and, uh, and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> so what are your plans for the future, then? Well, my plans for the future... Uh, I'm trying to get... I bought the rights to a book called While My Guitar Gently Weeps about three years ago, which Sting was going to star in. It was... It was the script was done by a guy called Barry Keith, who wrote Long Good Friday and a few other things like that. And Sting was going to do it, blah, 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 and it fizzled. So I've remounted re that for TV, and I hope to be doing that, uh, making a TV film with starring myself. I'm doing another series of Just Good Friends in May. I will continue to do Blondel, and, um, and that's about it for the time being. Great, thank you very much indeed. I've enjoyed it, thank you. And cut the swear words.